Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset, where we bring you the news and conversations that matter most in your day-to-day lives. Today, we're talking inflation and that big question on everyone's mind. Are we past the worst of it? Nope. Unfortunately, we're not. New data show that prices are still rising. The consumer price index was up 8.6 percent in May compared with May of last year. Inflation has been flirting with 40-year highs for months. and We finally crossed that threshold. Rent, gas, grocery prices, they're the main culprits here. Michael Miller is an economics professor at DePaul University. He's going to break down the most recent inflation data for us. A new consumer price index report is out. So to start off, put these price increases in context for us. Well, they, unfortunately, I always look to see where the strengths are and the weaknesses. The unfortunate thing about this report is it's all bad news. Uh, we have an increase month over month, which is greater than it was last month. We thought we were going to have some slowdown in the rate of increase in prices, and we didn't have that. And if you look across, as you mentioned in your lead-up, uh, if you look across at all of the different categories, every single category year over year is up substantially, and it's up month over month. And so it's uh, it, it's tough on consumers. The one thing about inflation it affects everyone. It's not, yeah. you know, unemployment is really bad because it has social costs and personal costs, uh, but it affects only those people who are unemployed. Inflation affects everyone. And, and give us some specifics here. How much are prices rising month over month and year over year? Well, you had you had number of 8.6, uh, which is the year over year rate. And then if you look at it, just how much higher are prices in general higher than last month? It's one, one full percent. Now, what some people like to do is you could annualize that and say, well, if this rate of inflation continued for a full year, how much would inflation rise? It would be around 12%. Now, I'm one who I really thought, uh, just like Janet Yellen, that much of this inflation was going to be uh, transitory, and I was wrong. Mm. And I was hoping last month, like some economists, that we had seen the peak and things were beginning to slow down uh, because the month over month began to decline. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It, it's still it's still going up. So, like I say, all the news is bad news. Wow. Uh, the core inflation rate, that increased to 6%. What's the difference between the core inflation rate and what we're seeing in the headlines? Uh, a core rate is one which removes uh, two particular parts of the, uh, the basket of goods. That's energy and food. Because historically, they can go up and down a lot without necessarily meaning that there's underlying inflation. They go up and down just because of interesting market uh, phenomena. And so we would, what we want to find is what is the true underlying trend in prices in general? And that's what the core gives us. And so we still have a, a major increase well above what the Fed wants. And there, you know, some people think that's cooking the books by removing food and energy. So what some economists have done is we remove any outlying increases and decreases, and it's called a trimmed mean and so forth. And I know I'm getting into the woods here, but no matter how you, you calculate the price index, the numbers are, are rising uh, historically fast. Yeah. Remind us, what's driving inflation? 
Well, it's a couple of things. There's a lot of money that was in there uh, created during the uh, pandemic when the government helped everybody out. Uh, we have uh, market problems on the supply side that the price of doing business is going up because of some uh, you, the uh, problems in the supply chain. Uh, we have demand issues that people had uh, lots of money stored up during the pandemic, and they needed some goods like washers and dryers and all these different types of things. So we have – inflation can come from three places. It can come from the supply side. It costs more to do business. It can come from the demand side that people want more stuff than that's out there, and it can come from money supply growing too quickly. And in our case, it's actually all three of those. Wow. On Morning Edition today, NPR Chief Economics Correspondent Scott Horsley talked to Clay Watkins from the Chicago suburbs. Clay noticed that the LaCroix package that he usually buys downsized from 12 cans to eight for the same price. Here's a little bit more of what he had to say. So I went to grab the package and I was like, wait a second. I'm not a mathematician. I, I teach science, but I think that's a 33 percent price increase. So I imagine there are a lot of clays out there right now, Professor. Yes, you're, you are seeing that. Now, that's, you know, historically, that's been done by producers. For example, you would pick up what you think is a half gallon of, of orange juice. And instead of being 64 ounces, it's 60 ounces. And you wouldn't notice those four ounces unless you look very closely. So that kind of practice has been done for decades. But we're seeing now that the that I think the producers are simply saying the only way I can get you to pick up my package at all is to to keep the price roughly the same, but simply offer you less and hope that you won't notice. And uh, yeah, th- th- see, that's why I'm saying it affects it affects everyone. It it really does. So you're here to deliver bad news. We get it. We get it. But when when can we <laughs> expect things to stabilize a bit, Professor? Are, are we ever going to get back to the way things were? Uh, we will. I mean, the Federal Reserve is raising interest rates, and that will stifle somewhat demand. And so when demand slows down, um, we will see a slowdown in how quickly the prices rise. And you have to recognize that um, we're already seeing some signs that the, the economy is, is beginning to stall a little bit. I'm not convinced yet that there's an inflation, a, a recession on the horizon. But you take a look at the housing market and so forth, you'll see uh, partly caused by these uh, very high interest rates, that people are beginning to pull back. They're being very careful in how they shop. And I'm hoping, I really am, that the supply chain issues are going to ease up. They have begun, but they haven't eased up enough. And we're going to see, um, in other words, some kind of relief on at least the demand side and some relief on the supply side. And the two of those things together should, uh, I hope, um, lead to a decline in the rate of increase. So we'll have inflation, I'm sure, through the rest of the year. It's just that maybe now we're hitting roughly the peak, but yeah. we'll probably still have six, five, six, seven percent inflation year over year for the next six months. What are you going to keep your eye on in the coming months, Professor? So much happening here. Um, I think we're going to have to, clearly the Federal Reserve with this kind of number, is going to increase interest rates uh, aggressively. They're probably going to go with the half percentage point increase three in a row. That's going to dramatically affect the uh, the market rate of interest that you and I pay for car loans and credit cards and, and most importantly, housing. Yeah. And we're, uh, we're going to have to see if there's a – and it hasn't happened yet, which is a really good news. Uh, we're going to have to see if there's a slowdown in the labor market. I mean, we have some, one of the best labor markets in terms of – unemployment rates and, and uh, um, first-time claims for unemployment insurance and so forth. We have some of the best numbers ever. 
And if that begins to stall, then the economy is in trouble. But I think that will be a sign that inflation also may be at its peak. Michael Miller is an economics professor at DePaul University. Thank you, Professor. Oh, this was great. Thank you for having me. Well, not the inflation news we were all hoping to hear, but maybe there's a silver lining. Summer has begun, and we all know that summer in Chicago means making plans. There's definitely no shortage of things to do. Music, movies, festivals, and food. But times are tough, and many of you might be looking to do things that won't hurt your wallet. Don't worry, we got you. WBEZ created a list of the best free events in the Chicago area all summer long. External editor Cassie Burke's going to give us the rundown. What activities can folks do this week, Cassie? There's so much going on this weekend. It's really a great weekend to be in town if you're going to be here and in the suburbs. Some of the things that I think are really cool are happening around Juneteenth. And so there's going to be a Juneteenth market with Black-owned businesses that's going to be a promontory point. Uh, The theater company Congo Square is going to have this awesome family festival Mm -hmm. that is going to include a 10-minute play festival, but also music by some really local superstars, which I think is cool. And then there's a German choreographer, and her name is Nayla Yatkin. And she actually danced the role of Firebird in Stravinsky's Firebird. But she's taken on the, the piece herself, and she's going to be performing it actually on Montrose Beach where there's a bird sanctuary. So it's a really cool free dance event. Wow. And I'm seeing, as we've mentioned, these events are free and they're open to the public, but I do see some that um, ask for a, a suggested donation. Is that right? Correct. We were on the fence a little bit with whether to include events that had suggested donations, and we did decide to include them. Several of the neighborhood festivals use those suggested donation boxes as ways to raise revenue for things around the neighborhood or to pay the performers. But you can generally negotiate, get in for free if you need to, pay a little less. So we included those within the umbrella of our free events. The guide's got great pictures as well, Cassie. And something cool that your team's doing, you're writing profiles that you're featuring in the guide. Talk more about that. Correct. So this is really a year where we want to celebrate Chicago musicians and theater performers and artists. And so we're really highlighting each week a free pick Last week, we featured Melody Angel, who is this incredible blues guitarist whose inspirations are everything from Jimi Hendrix to to Prince. She's amazing. And so um, this week, we're going to be featuring a a business that's going to be at the Juneteenth Market. And so each week, we're just spotlighting someone local and cool that you can see for free who is doing something that really impacts culture in the city. Yeah, I second your sentiments about Melody Angel. In fact, we are going to have a conversation with her on Reset on Monday. So listeners, stay tuned for that. She is pretty awesome. You'll hear some of her music as well. So Cassie, I'm curious, what are some things in the guide that you are looking forward to doing this summer? Because I I gather you're going to get out, right, with the kids and such? I have four kids. I will definitely be getting (laughs) them out of the house, and I will definitely be hitting up. Or are you getting out without the kids, (laughs) perhaps? You know, I don't do that a lot because of the cost of babysitting. It's also gone up. I know. these will be, I'll be mostly hitting the family stuff. But, you know, I have to say that I'm a big dance nerd. Anybody who knows me Me knows too, this. yes. And, okay, awesome. Yes. 2022 is the summer of Chicago dance. And so I'm really excited about some of the dance events that are coming just a little bit later in the summer. They are, the city has actually helped organize a Black Legacy dance project. And one of my favorite local choreographers, um, Joel Hall, who is just like an elder statesman of jazz, 
is going to be performing, his company is going to be performing along with seven other black-owned um, cool. dance companies, choreographers, educators. That's going to be in August. There's also some great dance events in the park, some local troops that are doing things for free. And so I'm really excited about that stuff. I'm also super excited about a new, they're not new, but a Shakespeare company that somebody brought to my attention called Midsummer Flight. Mm -hmm. It actually takes on the idea of male-centered Shakespeare and stages it with a very diverse mix of performers, um, including um, people with disabilities. And I think it's just such an interesting um, take on Shakespeare. And so they are going to be performing in five different parks across the city. So listen, if someone wants to suggest an event to be added to your list? What do they do? Is it just as easy as sending an email? It's as easy as sending an email. So our email address is free at wbeasy.org. It doesn't get any easier than that. Or you can go to social media and tag us with the hashtag WBEZFreeSummer. And the idea there is that there's all kinds of cool stuff that's happening all the time. So send us send us a recommendation. We, will, we are vetting the guide. Yeah. Not everything gets added. But we are really um, prioritizing events that are open to the public, that have a really strong cultural component, and that feature local performers. I love it. Free at WBEZ.org. That's WBEZ external editor Cassie Burke. You can find that guide to the best free things to do here in Chicago on our website, WBEZ.org. Thank you, Cassie. Thank you. That's all for today's Reset. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss us on your feed on weekday afternoons. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thank you for listening, and we'll meet again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.